Happy to be here. Happy to clear up some confusions, write some naysayers. It's a topic I've been deeply researching since this summer. And there's just a few tweaks to what I've been presenting, but actually more insights into where it's going to be more dramatic than I thought. Every scenario we presented in the past is true, despite differences with others that have said otherwise. So, hey, how you doing, Bryce? So I'm happy to be here. This will be recorded. I want to get right into it because I've been on a bunch of webinars lately, or I've been, I should say, I've been opting in and then listening to some. And sometimes it takes 20 minutes till they get to the topic. So this is what we're all gathered for. It started with this innocent tweet <laughs> many moons ago from the CEO of Apple. This prompt is going to be rolling out over the next couple of weeks. Some people have already seen it. There's rumors that, you know, the phone opts you in to, uh, excuse me, opts you out of being tracked. So you have to say allow or else you're out. Other people have said otherwise. Reports is somewhat chaotic, so it's tough to say what's going to happen. But this is the whole deal. And, you know, frankly, to me, it's going to be a lot of chaos. But the purpose of more of the focus on this webinar is just to clearly explain a few things that are going to occur and then look at where you can get an edge or an advantage. So in some cases, it will, you know, this is informational, but in some cases, I can't help it. I mean, it is going to be Wicked Reports can help you. And here's how, because for the users watching this, I want to be able to show you where you can get your edge, where your advantage is on people. It's pretty significant. So I'm psyched about that, right? But the same time, you just need to know what's happening. And I mean, I, I mean, again, I've been studying this for a long time. I'll get into my bona fides here in a moment. So here's our agenda. I want to review a specific section of the Facebook email that was sent out that's related to web events. This is going to be focused on web events, not app events. App events isn't my specialty, but app events are more heavily impacted. They're dramatically impacted. But I encourage you to do an app specialist. This is for web-based events. Now, it's still phone. This is all phone stuff. But I mean, if you have an app, this isn't for you. This is for advertisers that are driving website traffic exclusively. I'm talking about the conversion API, as I predicted. You know, I wish I could have bet money on this. People are running around saying this is the solution. It's not. And it's a helpful tool. It is not solving the problem. And some smart people are saying that it is. And it's not. And I'll show you why. And you know what, if it ends up that it suddenly is, I'll stand corrected, but I've talked to people at Facebook about this, talked to the people doing the code. So I would disagree. And then, you know, to me, the most important thing is the opportunities to gain an edge. And so I want to try to get to that point within 10 minutes here, if not less. And then a quiz to test your understanding. If you've watched my previous webinar on iOS, which is, I don't know, maybe two months ago, something like that. It's the same quiz. So at that point, you could just opt out if you want and go on your merry way. That's fine. And so see, I have some fancy slides. Those are from my previous. And then I have some like, new ones that are from today, which have no design because I can't design. So here is the Facebook email that came out. I said, hey, it's hitting. Here's what's happening. Expect immediate changes to reporting. So in this case, this is what we're going to focus on today. There are even more impacts than this. But these are the impacts we're focusing on because I want this a tightly focused webinar. Now, we're going to go into each of them real briefly is what they mean and um, where the opportunities are. But for the meaning of them, let's look at it. One day click-through opt-out data will be modeled. That means everyone that's on an iPhone that clicks on an ad and has opted out of tracking, either because they chose to be opted out 
or because they were voluntarily opted out and never opted in, that data is not going to be seen. That click data, they're saying right here, Facebook's saying right here, the click data is gonna be modeled because they're not allowed to report or track on it. So in theory, you know, they could just average out what they probably will do. What I would do as a data scientist of, you know, since I was like literally 10 <laughs> unofficially, I would say, hey, this advertiser normally spends this much money and normally gets this much clicks from iPhones. Let's just assume the same and throw it in there and just say it's modeled. That's what they're gonna do. So your click data could be higher or lower than, than what it actually says. That alone is not that big of a deal because it's one day and it's the model, it's likely the model can approximate it. But you need to be aware that you're already looking at stuff that's not reality, that's all. It's a model that's likely to be true. And as someone who has their whole life based on data, models work well, but models always are have to be tuned. They're not 100%. I mean, if models were always accurate, all the pro football league, the draft would be a slam dunk tonight because the models would work. They'd know what the players are going to do. Perfect example. I just thought of it. Second one, seven-day click-through, one-day view will no longer include iOS 14.5 opted-out events. This is very important. Everyone thought that you could still somehow get the data. Now they're saying for sure, if you are on your iPhone and you are not opted in to allow Facebook to track you, you are not going to be in the data. You're just not going to be in there. So this one is a painful one because there's a lot of Facebook traffic comes from iPhone. Their mobile traffic is estimated at 80% and iPhone is two thirds of the 80% mobile traffic. So approximately half of your traffic is now potentially at risk of not being reported on if you use Facebook, not Wicked Reports. I'll get into why this doesn't affect us, you know, when the time comes here. Demographic breakdowns are deprecated for offsite events. That's not so important here, but that's still a pain in the butt. Okay, attribution setting default will change to seven-day click now, and then 28-day click, seven-day view, and 28-day view are fully deprecated. So this is a big one because right now when you normally see your Facebook settings, your reporting, it's using these wider windows and it's using a much more uh, longer view through. And that means if someone viewed your ad seven days ago and then bought, Facebook is, depending on what else occurred, sometimes giving that view credit. And it's not going to be able to now. And the way they were doing that is because they were using iPhone phone number lookup to figure out where you were, where you might've seen an ad, and then choosing to say that that was your conversion. Now, in my opinion, this is actually a good thing for all advertisers because that, I mean, I don't even know what I had for breakfast yesterday. You're telling me seven days ago, I was scrolling on, uh, reading about how the Patriots are gonna dominate the draft today. And I'm scrolling on my favorite, totally Homer website for New England fans. There's like ads on the corner. I'd probably even notice a scroll by or they're in the way. They're in the way scrolling through And Facebook looks. It's not their fault. Apple gave them the ability to, to do this along with Snap, along with PIN, along with Google ads. Everyone was using this phone number lookup because it was there to use. And so that's how they were determining some of these longer view conversions. That's one way. And now they can't do it unless they have this opt-in and now they're choosing to just deprecate it because it's going to be, it's probably just not going to be that pleasant, the results. And this is a big thing when people come to Wicker Reports or if you're using any of your own first-party data tracking of any kind, 
any way you're trying to figure out, hey, these are how many leads I have, or these are how many sales, because it's in my cart or my CRM. Why does Facebook show so many more? Well, this is one of the reasons why with these optimistic settings that I personally don't agree with, but they're not there anymore. So it doesn't matter. The other one, and this one's not trivial. Attribution methodology will shift from impression time to conversion time. That's a big deal. So that's a big deal because right now, like if you you saw an ad six days ago, what's, what's today, the 29th? I saw an ad on April 23rd scrolling by my phone and then I bought six days later. Facebook would say, hey, you had a conversion on April 23rd. Well, no, you didn't. I bought April 29th. I converted that day. So this is actually a good thing. Now they're going to say the conversion happened on April 29, but then you might be confused because you're like, wait a minute, it's always been based on when the ad was shown and now it's going to be when the actually conversion time happened. So that's a huge shift in all this as well. They're picking different times and they're shrinking the windows. So, and they're using modeled data. It's going to be tough. Facebook's still going to be incredible as a place to grab traffic and pay and buy traffic and convert it and all that. But the reporting itself is going to be brutal in my opinion. So that's what's happening here. The most, the biggest one is this one, the seven day that no longer include iOS 14.5 opted out events. Now, why is this so important? You know, because all that traffic is not, is no longer going to be able to be looked at, but more importantly, let's get to the Facebook conversion API, the Facebook conversion API, API, which, you know, actually we've heard our competitors telling people this is true. It does not allow you to report on iOS 14.5 opt-outs. It says right here, we're not going to include those. So no matter how you send Facebook data, how much you try, how much they want to use it, they're not allowing you to do it. They've literally emailed every advertiser and told them they're not. We knew they weren't. It's been tons of conflict. I've had it triple confirmed personally months ago, but that being said, there was so much misinformation in the marketplace. It doesn't allow you to do it. Now, what the conversion API does do is provide additional verified conversions to Facebook. So that's always good news. And it's going to become a way of over time, possibly replacing the pixel because we don't know how far this privacy thing is going to go. Is the pixel, how valid is it going to be someday? Tough to say. So sending legitimate conversions is a great idea to do anyway. It's better data. So it's not a bad thing to do, but anyone that's reporting, it fixes 14.5 is not true. We at Wicca Reports were the second company approved to use this. And it was two years ago, summer 2019, we were approved, whitelisted to use it. We had our own solution engineer and it wasn't the right thing for us to do for a number of reasons, but it doesn't fix this. One big thing, if you're gonna set it up is you have to dedupe yourself using event ID typo there. See, this was just, some of these were still tuned up this morning here <laughs> or else Facebook will double count. So don't just go hack something in yourself. Make sure you know what you're doing. Shopify and Woo have free fast tools. So you can just Google Facebook conversion API Shopify. The first link is that one, or you can just message me. I'll, I'll find my URL and send it to you. Same with WooCommerce. They have tools that they developed with Facebook to push these in. Well, Shopify anyway, did, but I don't know. Woo great developers, obviously, you should use theirs and that will automatically push sales up to Facebook that are deduped for free. It will not fix this problem. Wicked has a fast setup for lead conversions. Right now it's for Clavio. It's coming for active campaign, dripping Infusionsoft, where we will push deduped leads verified against your CRM up to the cart. 
Now Zapier also, I think, has something like this going on. So you could also use Zap. But this is helpful for all of you that have, you know, cold traffic campaigns that take time to convert. You need your real lead conversions up there. So we do have this available if you need it. There's other ways to do it as well. Now, why should you listen to me about this? Well, I, we were the first partner to upload conversion data for measurement. And we're badged for conversions. All this exclusive people get to talk to about conversion data. That's why. I mean, I think that's why there's confusion in the market is they didn't spend 15,000 hours on this topic like I have, frankly. We're a Google partner. We were the first partner to upload CRM conversions to Google to optimize. So, and we worked with Google, we coded it with them. So I know what I'm talking about here when it comes to conversion math and digging in. And we have patents pending on first party marketing, marketing data attribution. So this is our like livelihood. So when I say, hey, you know what, this means this, because this is literally like all I do. <laughs> And my team as well, like we've, we've lived this a lot. So again, the, in conclusion on the Facebook conversion API, still a good thing to do for your sales. I, I would highly recommend getting it set up for sales with a free tool. It's not gonna just solve all your problems and it doesn't solve your reporting problems and it doesn't fix these opportunities. So let's talk about what are the opportunities? How do you take advantage of this? And you know, frankly, beat your competition. The first one is one advantage right here. So iOS traffic is not going to be reporting or showing up in Facebook. Again, because of the, what they are using, Apple's endpoint, that's not allowed. It's not that it's illegal to track phone clicks. It is that the mechanism they were using now requires you to consent. And so your one edge is if you can measure iOS click, click traffic while your competition is flying blind, that's a huge advantage because your traffic measurement now with iOS is a crapshoot. Now with Wicked, we can report on the click traffic and conversions just like we already do. And right now you've got these tighter click windows of seven day to convert. We still have 30 day post-click attribution. So no issue for us at all, like nothing. So that's one thing where you'll get an edge. Number two, this is kind of related to these two immediate changes. After a click, Facebook has seven days for the conversion to report. And also not included on here on this particular screenshot from Facebook, but they have an, the, the event prioritization. They only report on one event per user, per time frame, and it's really vaguely worded, but sales events take priority over lead events. So leads are supposedly still gonna report, but not if also the lead converts. And it depends on what, what device this happens and how long it took. So there's all these dis, not disclaimers, um, footnotes that are really important, which make it very unclear. So are the lead events optimized? Are they not? When does it happen or not? But either way, it has to happen within seven days to convert. So that's what your competition is going to be dealing with. But if you have WIC reports, you've got, we've got 30 days for the click to convert and we have lifetime attribution, lifetime value that we can report back to that click conversion. So there's no concept of it. It has to happen in a certain amount of time. If you get a lead within 30 days of the click, the ad click gets credit. Then they buy an infinite amount of times after, we give them an infinite amount of ROI, lifetime value, revenue, all for that attributed click. So this is, a, I mean, this already was a good point, but now it's a huge edge. This has always been the case. You can optimize based on customer lifetime value, ROI, and sales conversions. Your competition's gonna have no visibility into LTV and sales outside of these really tight attributions. So that's probably the biggest advantage, but it's always been an advantage. But now it's like, 
the Facebook data is going to make it very challenging. But on the flip side, because the data is bad or because the reporting is going to be much more challenging, confusing, potentially inaccurate, who knows, that can cause distrust and less spend in Facebook where you can be pouring the spend in hopefully at cheaper prices because other people have bad data and you have better data. So it's a big opportunity for people. Be like the old days of Wicked Reports, like 2016, people just like crush it on top of the funnel, cold traffic, which is so tough to do because you're going to be able to know cold traffic, iPhone, that works. And people are going to be much more challenged to figure that out based on the new implications. So this is good news if you're a customer. And it's an opportunity, even if you're not a customer, to it's still a big opportunity for you to still buy cold traffic on Facebook if you can figure out a way to know if it works because it's going to be much, t- much, much tougher to understand Facebook. It's going to be based on modeled, tiny click windows, which cold traffic, if you're selling anything that's not a commodity, $100 or up product, or it's something you're a brand new brand, you don't have a free trial, there's any consideration, which most people do. Most people have some consideration before they just click and buy immediately. That means there's time to conversion, particularly time to the sale conversion. Those touch points that led to the sale, the sale never would have happened without the top funnel clicks and conversion points, the mini convert micro conversions along the way. And so if you know that and can act on that, you're going to crush other people. So let me show you exactly what I mean by that. And then we'll get back to the quiz. Here's the last year's worth of sales of one of our advertisers. These are how long it takes his cold traffic leads to buy. This doesn't include the clicks before they show up in his Clavio, but this is how long from Clavio to Shopify first time buyers took to convert. Look at the spread over the years, over the year, excuse me. So you got 13,000 first time purchases and they're spread out, you know, not quite evenly, but, you know, heavily across time. I mean, until you get to half of his first-time buyers, it's eight to 14 days. That's already outside of all the Facebook windows. So if you go into Wicked Reports, come over to Predictive Behaviors, run your last year, and don't do any criteria, just look at all your conversions, exclude your, your immediate converters, and check and see what you have here. Because all these sales that we attribute and give credit so you can spend more on those campaigns, none of them are going to show up in Facebook data if they came from an iPhone and they opted out, which many are gonna opt out. I'm not sure exactly how many. I, my, my opinion is I don't like that prompt and I'm in conversion tracking. Why do I want Facebook to see what I'm doing on other websites? I, I don't want them to, and I get no beef with them, but why do I want them watching what I do? I don't, so I, I would opt out. I'm fine with them. So go here and look. And so this kind of shows, this is a pure e-commerce. It's our lobster guy, I can share his data. He's just trying to get people to buy his stuff and people take time to buy. And furthermore, let's look at the lifetime value of these leads. This is our new lead cohort report. Here's his leads that come in in a month from Clavio. Like here's the, uh, let me look at one where they've doubled over time. Okay, here's one. So here's 55,000 leads he generated in Clavio in July. 3,800 of them became customers over time and he's made a ton of money on them, right? Over time, he's made 400%. But, and like the LTV, 288 bucks per customer. But look when they start, the leads are worth nine bucks when they start. And then as each month goes on, they tick, 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 tick up and they double in value month six, month six. And in some cases here, you got, you know, five bucks to 10 in month five. Look at this one, 11 to 21 in month two. So the leads go up in value. Facebook's tight windows, the prioritization of sales over leads, 
the inability to show traffic that, you know, iPhone traffic that converts all means you're going to miss this. And so it means if you have this data, you can just crush top of the funnel cold traffic, buy a ton of leads where they're converting. And then when they do convert in our ROI reports, this is our, you know, new, and again, I'm talking about leads, but e-com this works, you know, it could be, I could have shown first click and be the same thing, cold traffic and lead could be, you know, just opted in for a coupon, not like dedicated lead gen. So this is e-com top of the funnel. SaaS as well, anything where there's deliberation. Now, all this ROI, this $8 million in revenue from this guy from the past year, virtually none of this revenue is going to be showing for him in Facebook. This is one year of paid ads looking at the, the ad that made them join, get into his Clavio and then buy. So he spent three mil and he made eight mil. Well, the way this is set up, these changes and you know leaving these out mean this isn't going to be in Facebook. This is just not going to be in there. Now it's never really been that greatly in there, but now they're hosed on it. And so this advertiser can now spend here something that would look like crap in Facebook is going to say, oh well, actually 466%. Actually, you're absolutely printing money here. And not only that but people aren't going to be bidding on the traffic because it looks crappy to them. So it's like cold, unconverted traffic that doesn't work. And they're only going to see their remarketing campaigns that show the high ROI. Whereas you would know, well, this is where that remarketing traffic first got generated from. I need to triple down here and laugh all the way to the bank. So it's just going to be killer for our people. I'm super pumped. So that, in and yeah, this is 11 million that he had done. That was leading up to the report I just showed. So it's a crazy amount of money. So I'm going to go and do scenarios now. Before I do, I've been talking pretty fast because I kind of want to, you know, keep it short and not just babble forever. Does anyone have any questions? Is this clear? Is it not clear? I see uh, some people on here. People, a lot of people are doing the recording today, but we do have, you know, some folks on. A lot to take in. So we're going to, let's get into now uh, the quiz. Let's see how well you get it. So what I want you to do, thanks for a couple more folks chiming in. Wicked, uh, Bryce, so Wicked Reports, unlike Facebook, will see iOS opt-outs. Yes, we are first-party data tracking. We're a first-party same-site cookie. We're only using the data for our advertiser, and we're not tracking anyone off-site if they leave you, and we're not using iPhone lookup. So we're infinitely protected from this at the moment. I mean, obviously things could always change, but all the laws that are out and that are coming, we're good. Charles Gregory, I've heard that Facebook will see one event for opted out users. Is that true? I've heard that a bunch too. And I've debated with my friends at AdLeaks about it. They've heard that too. This email states otherwise. Now it may be in a week from now that one event does show and then <laughs> I'll have to cut another one, go to the quick video and say, guess what? Facebook emailed out and said, what you said, Charles, I've heard that as well. And, and that's what threw me off too. When I would present, I'd be like, I'd have to say, hey, this is what I'm presenting. Other people saying different. They still are. But this says it will not include opted out events. So I don't know how you can read that and say it's going to include one when it says it's no longer going to include them. I, I don't see how you can read it that way. Okay, Luke, I just explained why we're allowed to track because we're first party. Facebook is using... Apple is not letting people use phone number lookup to determine conversions without consent. We don't use phone number lookup, so we're allowed to track. Anyone not using phone number lookup is still allowed to track things. It's the phone number lookup data requires consent. Yeah, and so there's a bunch of other things. We're GDPR compliant. 
we're CCPA compliant. So any, any of our advertisers, if one of their customers says, I want to be forgotten, we can anonymize them in the data, but keep the data still valid from a real Shopify, Klaviyo, Infusionsoft, Woo, Conversion, Active Campaign, all those. We have that and it happens now and then, but it's much less than you think. People are like, I don't care. I just like having their day. They're not all freaking out because you know they clicked on something. <laughs> okay, I missed one here. Oh, Matt asked the same thing. Well, we still see the highest prioritized event, even if they opt out from Facebook. So this indicates no, and all the private combos I have had have indicated no. But you know, now that being said, so people are being people are being added into the iOS. They're being opted in through their phones, rolling over the month, and then the data hits rolling over a couple weeks because you've got all these different windows shrinking, and you've got conversion times changing. And then you've got certain subset of your iOS people don't have it yet. And then there's rumors you're opted out by default and you're opted in by default. So all this chaos is going to add to the chaos. But when the dust settles, if they opted out, it's saying they will, it will not include it. So this is the first time they've specifically spelled it out. And the fact that they're modeling the data means it's not actually being included. Again, this is what we have to go on today. Okay, Natasha. But if we advertise only on Facebook, we are losing a lot of audience. Which conversion will Wicked Reports detect if we don't have any? Great question. I actually should have a slide on that. It was a fantastic question. So let's look at some common audiences. If you if you have an audience and it's, um, I don't know, let's look at the lobster guy, right? Likes lobster. <laughs> he can still target all those people that like lobster. On their iPhones, opted out. Let's just talk about opt-out traffic. They can still click on the ad. We can still track it all. Where it's tricky is you can't, yeah, Facebook can't use opted out data to drive the audience. So the audience data opt-out that they're using like for lookalikes, let's say you've collected worst case scenario. You have an audience made out of all iOS 14.5 opt-out emails for some screwed up reason, right? And you throw it up and you want to target them. Yeah, you won't be able to target any of them. So the opted out people, my understanding is that they're opted out from being used in the data to help do lookalikes as well. But that one's pretty hairy to dig through even for me. So I'm still waiting on, let's not go on the record from that. It, it's appearing that that's what's going to happen. So yes, when your audiences shrink, we can help you regain the audiences. We can just, but we can still track however you've got clicks to come in no matter how. But yeah, your audiences will shrink in some cases. So we aren't we aren't solving for that. I don't know anyone that know. If we know some service that does, we're going to recommend it. I'm not sure how you're going to do that one. We I mean, welcome Bryce. Well, we stay on it because it's our livelihood, right? I mean, if we can't serve the people that are trusting us to figure this out, why are they going to pay us? <laughs> you know, that's how I look at it. We don't know about this. I mean, this is the biggest one though. And that's the one that's the most different. So everyone was like, oh, well, it's okay because I'm still going to get my one event. And perhaps Facebook's going to roll back and allow it. Maybe they're still going to be able to. I don't know. It's not always clear why some of these decisions, some of them like the shrunk windows have nothing to do with the phone number lookup. So I don't know why they were going to shorter windows. It doesn't, what does a 28 day click through window have to do with uh, whether or not you, you you look up my phone number to determine what happened. I have theories, but none of them are nice to say. <laughs> so those are all great questions. Great ones. Okay. So let's look at a few scenarios just to make sure you guys get it all. I think it it should be, if everyone's just answering all of them, right? This, this seven, 
So there's seven slides here, eight, you know, maybe there's one with slides and answers. If you guys have already seen this piece, you can bail, or if you have more questions, just chime them in. But here's the scenario. I should say 14.5 because, you know, they, they changed it out to um, two versions here. So Justin sees this on his phone, clicks no, or clicks ask app not to track. Then he buys the lobster. If you push the data in, they have to ignore it. So this is what I presented four months ago this particular slide, and it's still true in spite of, you know, what you guys, we've all been talking about, so I'm repeating myself here. So Facebook has to ignore it if he said app, ask app not to track. And so now let's look at a scenario. Here's a quiz. Well, some of these should be easy after the way I'm like blathering away here. <laughs> we'll see. So the basically just answer yes or no in the chat. That's all you got to do. And then, well, then if you answer, you know, then I'll, the next slide tells the answer. And then we know if you understand the impact or not. User opts out of tracking clicks on an ad and buys immediately. Does this sale show up in Facebook ad manager? Yes or no? Put in the chat, put in the QA. Okay, you get a smart crowd here. No, 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 that's correct, it's no. Now, Faisal put something interesting in, delay 24 to 72 hours. Now, here's where the delay comes in. The delayed data, it's not apples to apples, but it's modeled and estimated from one to three days delay which adds further confusion, frankly. So you're modeled, delayed, and on. You know. So first of all, the answer to this is no. And the delayed data that's gonna show up is modeled and estimated. So we, do they just model based on what they actually see as conversions? I mean, probably not. They probably don't wanna risk um, that leaking out, right? I think they're gonna, you know, there's smart data scientists there. They're gonna figure something out to approximate the sales. But that actual sale, you're opting out of being tracked, Natasha, not from being able to see ads. So you can still be, if you still are going to show up in an ad set because of some criteria, it's fine. It's that you're opted out of being tracked, not opted out of showing ads. So that's where it's crazy. The ad could be working gangbusters and you might not be, able, if you just had an ad set just focused on iOS traffic, it might be killing it and you won't know. The data is going to be modeled, estimated, and delayed. And furthermore, it's got those tight conversion windows that have to get the conversion and it's prioritizing the sale event only. So all of those compete against you unless they model and say, hey, it's doing fantastic. And then do you know or not know? It's going to be, it's going to be tricky. Number two, user opts out of tracking, clicks on an ad, buys immediately. You send the sale to Facebook via the conversion API. Does this sale show up in Facebook ad manager? Yes, no. No, no, no. Yep, you guys are you guys are whizzes here. No, same thing. Conversion API doesn't save the day here. Conversion API is sweet. It, it, I mean, it shouldn't be sweet. It, it's helpful somewhat. It doesn't do what you think it does though. User opts out of iOS tracking, clicks on a Facebook lead gen campaign and becomes a lead. User immediately is retargeted, clicks and buys immediately from the retargeting campaign. Does the lead gen campaign show a lead? Does the retarget campaign show a sale? So do two answers, a yes, no for one and a yes, no for two. A lot of people for no one to dare to enter an answer. A couple brave souls, no and no, no. You guys are correct. Matt Johnson, would you still recommend setting up the CAPI if we've already set up the automatic offline upload through Wicked Reports? Yes, I would because Facebook is really pushing it, which means they're motivated to make it more helpful and plus, it's kind of like pixel insurance, like things your pixel misses. 
if you're sending up your real actual leads. So I, I, it's still helpful. It's not a code red, urgent, drop what you're doing, going to fix your iOS situation. It's still something nice to do in your Q2, Q3 roadmap. Then it's helpful. Yes. But it's not like a, a panic situation right now. No one's been like, I have this turned on and I'm rich. <laughs> As people love to boast on Facebook. No one know. User ops in for iOS tracking, clicks on a Facebook lead gen campaign, becomes a lead. They immediately get retargeted by your retarget leads. So using the plus this integration. So they get into you know active campaign, then they go up and now they're retargeted immediately and they buy. Does the lead gen campaign show a lead? Does the retarget lead campaign show a sale? So they're opted in. So give me two answers here. Yes and yes. Thank you, Charles. We got to um, promote your podcast next week. This came up, so you got pushed out a week for promotion. <laughs> probably, this one, probably maybe my favorite app. I absolutely loved it. Okay. The brave soul, Charles, answers. It's no and yes. This is where that event prioritization thing comes in. So it happened within, I did it purposely like immediately. If two events happen really tightly, they prioritize the highest priority event, which a sale is at the top of the event food chain. So no, yes. And that one, you know, I'm willing to revisit if we find out otherwise, but they were crazy about the event prioritization and they've sent a long, cryptic, tricky to follow emails about the event stuff, which kept saying, we're going to prioritize the events in order. So it was pretty, that's a pretty wild one. User, this is the seven day attribution one. They, they opted in for tracking. They click on an ad and don't buy. They buy eight days later. Sale is sent immediately via the conversion API. Does it show up in the ad manager? The answer is no, because of the eight days. Because they're using convert, you know, it didn't matter. It's just it's seven days versus eight days. This is always the case with attribution. I just felt like it was important to make the point. So in conclusion on this, you know, it's really like third party versus first party data. This third party data, well, Facebook's technically a third party data platform. Can I get some chats in here? Definitely know that's a big one. They opted in, so priority is irrelevant. Ooh, wait a minute. You might be right on that. No, uh, so event pri priority matters either way because opt-outs don't show up in the data, which I admit is confusing. Uh, I had to think about that one, Faisal. That's a good one. You know, I actually traumatized my poor Facebook rep <laughs> on that one because if the data can't show, it can't show. So the priority event does matter. It's for the people that are opted in. But why not just show both events, which that one, you know, that, that event one's really puzzling. It's still a cryptic thing. And I've been looking at this forever. So we, we'll have to, we may need an update on this once we have like a ton more now data flying through with the opt-outs to see. But then again, the data is modeled and estimated. So actually getting the actual data, we got to look at our system and then vet it out against how does it run against the model data? It's a cluster. <laughs> so last thing. I wanted to talk about was third party versus first party. So we're first party data. So all of this is we're fine and it's going to become, you know, it already was your most important asset, but now it's truly important. So you can measure, track, do what you want with your own data. And third party data is going to have trouble targeting, more trouble as time goes on, but opting out of tracking and Google's already said, hey, we're not going to use third party cookie data come 2022. So they're not even going to use third party data in their system. They just had a big update to Google Analytics. So they made the cookies first party. Everything's moving first party. So we've been on the right side of that for seven years. So it's, you know, overnight validation. <laughs> but this is the 
where the world's headed is where we already are. So my favorite thing though, is that the advantages, my favorite thing of the whole slide would be here is that the tight windows and the fact that data is no longer can be based on real conversions on opt-outs, huge advantage for our advertisers, even more than it already was. But now it's like, okay, I need to take a customer lifetime value ROI, slightly longer lens on my ROI and I can crush it now because other people won't be because they won't have the data at their disposal to even do so. So that's probably the most exciting part of it for me. So that's what I got for you. Thanks everyone for attending. 